Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The morning after, the night before. Crystal clear blue skies greet everybody waking up in Las Vegas, Nevada this morning following a Super Bowl that lived up to all the hype. For the second time in four years, the Kansas City Chiefs and San Francisco 49ers delivered an absolute thriller on the NFL's biggest stage. But for the second time in four years, it was once again the Kansas City Chiefs that were left holding the prize of the Vince Lombardi Trophy high and aloft, walking away as Super Bowl champions. And for the second time in four years, the San Francisco 49ers, players, coaches and fans alike, leaving the stadium heartbroken and disappointed. But it took a game-winning drive worthy of winning the game's biggest prize from Patrick Mahomes. He went 8 for 8 on that final drive in passing and scrambled for 27 yards. The only time in 30 years in playoff or regular season football that a quarterback has completed 8 of 8 and rushed for 27 yards or more, and he did it in overtime in the drive that won the game and crowned the Kansas City Chiefs as Super Bowl champions. Their third championship in five years. Patrick Mahomes named Super Bowl MVP for the third time in his career as well. It confirms this Kansas City Chiefs as a modern-day dynasty alongside the likes of the Dallas Cowboys, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the New England Patriots that went before them. But for a long time, it looked like the 49ers might actually turn the tables on that defeat in Miami four years ago. They led at halftime by 10 points to three. Their defense dominated the Kansas City Chiefs' offense. There were mistakes. Mahomes came out at the start of the third quarter and immediately threw an interception. But the San Francisco 49ers could not capitalize. They scored field goals instead of touchdowns. Brock Purdy said in his post-game interviews afterwards that he felt that was the difference in this game. And when it mattered most... The man that's been there, done it, worn the T-shirt, found a way to get the job done again. Head coach Andy Reid with his third championship as a head coach in the space of five years. And you look on the other side of the field and it's heartbreak once more for the 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan. The third time in seven years he's been part of a coaching staff, once as offensive coordinator with the Atlanta Falcons, now twice as head coach with the San Francisco 49ers, where at one point or another in the Super Bowl, his team has led by double digits and somehow managed to contrive to lose that game. He becomes the only coach in Super Bowl, only head coach rather in Super Bowl history 
to have been in charge of a team that's led by double, digit, double digits twice in that game, or in two Super Bowls, should I say, rather, and gone on to lose. It's not a record he or anybody the 49ers organisation will want. But as we sit down rather quietly, it has to be said, here in Las Vegas this morning and reflect on Super Bowl 58, no doubt plenty of sore heads around. It's now, what, it's uh, 20 past eight in the morning local time. And it's all quiet around the Strip. And that's the first time we've been able to say that in the last week. This place has been heaving. Around half a million people were anticipated to have been within a 10-mile radius of the Las Vegas area yesterday. Remember, only just over 61,000 fans were able to be in the stadium. But such is the appeal of the Super Bowl. It is truly an event which brings America to a standstill. Very much like a, an unofficial bank holiday, you, you might say. But this place has been a hive of activity for the last seven days. And then this morning, in contrast with that, the weather's calm, clear, pleasant. The atmosphere around here is quiet and fairly sedate. I can tell you, when I got back to my hotel last night, the casinos, the bars, the restaurants, they were overspilling with people around here. By and large, you have to say, understandably, Kansas City Chiefs fans ecstatic at what they'd seen. Um, San Francisco 49ers fans, obviously, not enjoying the occasion. But it's something we picked up on when I did my walk and talk around Allegiant Stadium yesterday. Kansas City Chiefs fans, maybe understandably because they'd been here and, and won two Super Bowls prior, did seem extremely confident of their team's ability and the prospects uh, of winning another Lombardi trophy. Contrast that with the 49ers fans. And I did comment on this in our ad hoc podcast that we put out three hours before kickoff yesterday that as much excitement as there was an anticipation around 49ers fans there was very distinctly a sense of unease and nervousness uh, about them uh, and that ended up being reflected during the course of the game inside the stadium as well because for two and a half quarters that place was bouncing in stark contrast to Miami four years ago where overwhelmingly Chiefs fans outnumbered the 49ers. Yesterday, it was roles reversed. Overwhelmingly, that was a San Francisco 49ers crowd inside Allegiant Stadium. And yet, as intimidating as the atmosphere was for two and a half quarters, when Ray Ray McLeod was not able to drop on that punt and the Chiefs got there and turned the ball over... And with the very next play, Mahomes finds Marquez Valdez-Scantling in the end zone to give the Kansas City Chiefs a 13-10 lead. Just like that, like somebody flicking a light switch, the atmosphere changed inside the stadium. It went noticeably quieter. There wasn't an ease. There was a tension. And from that moment on, that game was in the balance. From that moment on, the San Francisco 49ers, as Brock Purdy said, could not find a way to punch the ball into the end zone. Purdy played a pretty clean game, to be fair to him, but the secondary for the Kansas City Chiefs were outstanding, and I made a note of this during the game, particularly cornerback Trent McDuffie. You may recall, if you watched or listened to our Super Bowl 58 preview show alongside Jeff Reinbold on, Saturday, on Sunday, rather. He turned around and called Legereus Sneed, the top corner for the Kansas City Chiefs, the human eraser. And the 49ers clearly felt... Um, something similar as well. They had a lot of respect for Sneed. 
They looked in the direction of Trent McDuffie. McDuffie was simply outstanding. He plastered himself all over Debo Samuel on at least three occasions. He made drive-ending plays that got the ball back to, to the, the Kansas City Chiefs, including following the two-minute warning at the end of the game with the San Francisco 49ers driving. Scores were tied. It was third and five coming out of the two-minute warning. Along came Trent McDuffie on the blitz, got his arms in the air, battered a pass down. That limited the 49ers to a field goal and gave the ball back to Patrick Mahomes and this Chiefs offense. And on that play, he enabled the Chiefs to go down the field, score a, a game-tying field goal and take the game into overtime. Without that play from Trent McDuffie, the San Francisco 49ers, as we stand here reflecting on Super Bowl 58 this morning, would be holding the Vince Lombardi trophy right now. I am absolutely convinced of that. But big-time players make big-time plays in big-time games. Mahomes will surely get all the attention this morning and through the rest of the week and in weeks to come as we reflect on the outcome of Super Bowl 58. But Trent McDuffie, for me, was the outstanding defensive MVP of this game for the Kansas City Chiefs. And you look at their roster now, and you've got to say it's a young roster. They've drafted well up there in, in KC. They might need some help on the, the offensive line in the upcoming draft or free agency once again. But it is loaded. This Chiefs team is going nowhere. Steve Spagnola, the defensive coordinator uh, at Kansas City, we spoke to him on opening night a week ago now and talked about what he's been able to do with this defensive unit at Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes, I listened to him in his post-game news conference last night, once again calling out the defensive side of the ball as the outstanding unit on this Chiefs team. That is how well they've played over the course of this season. That is once again how well they played on the night in Super Bowl 58. They kept the Kansas City Chiefs in the game. And then with the game on the line, a bit of Patrick Mahomes magic was sprinkled into it. And the rest, as they say, is history. What of the San Francisco 49ers? Well, that's the question now. For the second time in four years, they've managed to make it all the way to the big dance. For the second time in four years, they weren't able to close it out. And if you consider as well, they've been to the NFC Championship game a couple of times. This is truly heartbreaking for the 49ers. We said leading up to this game, a storied franchise, five times crowned Super Bowl champions, but 29 years without winning a Vince Lombardi trophy. That is now going to extend to 30 at least. It is difficult to get back to this stage as they have found out. And if you can't make the most of it, you can't take that opportunity. Invariably, with a very odd exception, the team that loses the Super Bowl does not get back there the, the following year. That even applied to these Kansas City Chiefs. Remember when they lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they didn't go back to the Super Bowl the, the very next year. Debo Samuel obviously picked up a hamstring injury in last night's game. He did return um, elsewhere. Brandon Ayuk, Christian McCaffrey. You know, he's had a phenomenal season. McCaffrey, the offensive um, player of the year, as named in the NFL honors uh, during the week in build-up to Super Bowl. Um, how much has he got left in the tank? Um, he has been used often this year. No player has had more touches, more scrimmage yards, or more rushing touchdowns than Christian McCaffrey. Running backs, history will tell you, have a finite life. The one thing you will say uh, about the San Francisco 49ers under Kyle Shanahan's offensive scheme is that seemingly um, they can 
almost plug anybody in at running back and he will be successful. But make no mistake, that's not detracting from Christian McCaffrey. He is a difference maker. He is an elite running back. And he has made a massive difference to this San Francisco 49ers offense. Can that continue for at least another year? Only time will tell. He will surely be back. And then on the defensive side of the ball, this was a unit that ranked third overall in the NFL during the course of the regular season. It was outstanding. In the playoffs, though, there were worrying signs. Those 318 total rushing yards on the ground that the Green Bay Packers and Detroit Lions put up against them combined in the divisional and championship round were a concern. It must be said last night in the Super Bowl, they were back to their outstanding best against the run. But... But on that final drive, we highlight again Patrick Mahomes scrambled for 27 yards. You do wonder how nobody were, was spying on him because it's what Patrick Mahomes does. We commented on it coming into the game. In the regular season, he would had 23 um, rushing plays that had gone for first downs. He had that 26-yard scramble in Super Bowl 57 um, in the third quarter for a first down against the Philadelphia Eagles. And then it's like lightning striking twice, history repeating itself. It happened again last night in Allegiant Stadium. So that will be certainly a source of disappointment for this 49ers defensive unit. That front started extremely well. Chase Young getting to Mahomes and sacking him. We commented before, he'd only been sacked three times in the last five playoff games. Well, in the opening quarter, the San Francisco 49ers got to him, put him on the ground. I think he, the Chiefs, as an offensive unit, only had uh, something in the region of 16 positive yards, 16 total offensive yards in, in the first quarter. The 49ers started strong, but then were worn down. They, they succumbed to the attritional nature of the way the Chiefs played this game. Patrick Mahomes, all season long, well, all season long, certainly in the second half of the season, had been saying, if I don't make mistakes, if I don't turn the ball over and trust this defense, we will win games. And you did wonder in that third quarter when he threw a really ill-advised pass and it was picked off, whether or not frustration had got the better of him. But when you reflect on it, from that moment on, remarkably, it seemed to, to calm Mahomes. It seemed to relax this offense, and they went about their business and got the, got the job done. So you reflect on Super Bowl 58, Patrick Mahomes, truly an outstanding performance from him, and the Kansas City Chiefs, what's left to be said that hasn't already been said about them? Four Super Bowls, uh, four trips to the Super Bowl in five years, three Super Bowl wins in five years. They are the modern-day dynasty. Patrick Mahomes is once again your Super Bowl MVP and the Kansas City Chiefs are the benchmark. They're the standard in the NFL heading into the 2024 season. They are once again the team to beat. It has been a remarkable week here in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. We've heard from Commissioner Roger Goodell this morning, who has said this venue, this city has delivered for the National Football League and the Super Bowl will be coming back here. It's been a successful Las Vegas it's been a success for the Kansas City Chiefs. It's disappointment once again for the San Francisco 49ers. But the NFL lived up to the billing and this Super Bowl matchup delivered on the biggest stage. It's been a pleasure to bring you analysis, to bring you color, to bring you player interviews, to bring you the excitement and build up all week long from Las Vegas, Nevada. We're going to take a, a brief respite now to, to reflect on, on what's happened between now and free agency. Uh, we have spoken to some people, of course, th uh, this week 
uh, about several teams and what they might do. We'll be bringing special podcasts, uh, putting the spotlight on those teams. You'll find out a little bit uh, later on in the coming weeks who, what, when, where, as we build up to the off-season now and a hive of activity for all those teams that want to be where the Kansas City Chiefs are. But for the final time in the 2024 season, it's so long, everybody. Subscribe to Graves on Gridiron wherever you listen to podcasts. And keep up to date with the latest on Twitter. Search for Richard Graves 1. That's Richard Graves, the number one. Sports Social Podcast Network.